The history of Vancouver in our region is comprised of many different people and many different cultures who all came together. Some of the stories we know and some we still don't know enough about, like the history of Black Canadians. Their stories are pretty much missing because they haven't really been properly collected and curated until now. Dr. Annette Henry is with us, a professor of literature and literacy at the University of British Columbia and the Institute on Gender, Race, Sexuality and Social Justice. Dr. Henry, thank you for being here. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. And and happy Black History Month. Yeah. Well, tell us about the project that you're working on. Well, the project I'm working on is uh, slow, but uh, also very exciting because as you just uh, introduced, you know, um, our libraries are full of um, of 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 uh, certain people and not others. And so, my work is is trying to insert those lines that have been missing. And and um, so I've been interviewing um, over the last couple of years uh, uh, black people in Vancouver from a range of backgrounds, from educators to um, judges to um, um, you know social workers um, and and I could go on and the project really started I have to give credit actually to someone called Nalda Callender who uh, about 15 years ago had done uh, commissioned some interviews through another community member Shelley Vidal um, and and those interviews actually sat on the shelf and uh, and so I, you know, I, I spoke with Nelda and asked her, you know, this is just black history sitting on the shelf. Let's do something about it. And my idea was to re-interview those same people 15 years later and see how their views have changed. And uh, so I started by doing that. Uh, and then I started and then I began to sort of broaden what I'm doing in terms of trying to find a whole range of people that would represent people in British Columbia. Oh, Dr. Henry, um, I wonder, is it hard to find these stories because they haven't really been collected until now? And have, have they been forgotten? Like, how do you dig for these stories? Well, uh, you know, it's very interesting. Uh, um, actually, um, I have to confess that I was listening to another station this morning. <laughs> And uh, on, on that station, um, the, the woman being interviewed, a black woman being interviewed, said, you know, we're a close community. So you start there. So you start with uh, people you know. Uh, but, but remember, I also had a collection of about 40-plus interviews to, be, to, to start with. But, but that, your question is an excellent one because um, I, I received a list of phone numbers and addresses, and most of them were wrong. So I did have to do, I, I spent a year doing a lot of digging or correcting of those addresses. Uh, and again, that's through the community because nothing is in the archives. Right. Well, so, what is so the history though, Dr. Time. Henry? Like, what are we missing? What kind of stories are you hearing? Well, I think we're missing, uh, you know, history is, is, is told from the point of view of, quote unquote, the elite, of, 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 you know, white people, we can say. So we're missing the stories of people who've made contributions in this city and in this area who uh, are not white. And so, for example, even um, uh, a friend of ours, was, a friend of mine, was, was giving me a tour of... Um, where they live uh, out in uh, um, South, uh, 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 it's really Twasson area. And we went for a long, long drive, and, and he was telling me, oh, this is Dee's Lake. And I said, Dee's Lake? You mean, you mean Dee's Lake as in Dee's, the black 
um, uh, about the, the the black man who who um, has a salmon cannery, and he looked at me like puzzled, and I had never heard of that. And I said, "Oh yes, you, you know, you know, the Dee's Tunnel is named after a black man, and of course now it's 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 another tunnel, right? What, what's that tunnel? You know." So anyway, so all of these things that the history gets erased and people don't know. I visited the North Vancouver Archives, <clears throat> and one of my students was visiting the Black um, the Vancouver Archives. We were trying to look up certain people who have made contributions to this area, and we couldn't find them in the archives. So um, you know, that's the kind of thing that um, that is missing. That's right. the kind of thing. So we do know, for example, we. We do know, and, and when we think about black history, we, we think about, you know, Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, and we forget about Rosemary Brown, or we forget about Emily Barnes, or we forget about some of our local people right here who have made contributions. So there's, there's that aspect. And then there's also the aspect of, you know, I, I know that at, this is a time that we celebrate black achievements, but we also... Um, forget about the everyday. So I'm interested in how people live out their everyday lives in a place that is not Toronto, that is not Montreal, right. that is not Chicago, and so on and so forth. Now, are people very excited to tell those stories because oh, they yes, think, oh, you know what, yes, we haven't yes, been asked yes, before, and thank goodness somebody is asking. Yes, yes. Some, um, some are. Um, uh, most are. Uh, most are. Um, one of the things I found with some of the older women is and this is this is in this is in the research literature as well. Very often, women feel they don't have, like you, you ask them to 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 be part of the study, and they say, "Oh well, what do I have to contribute? I don't have anything to say." And then they start telling these amazing things. So, so they're not sort of puffing out their chests and saying, "Oh yeah, yeah I have a lot to say." Right. No, they, they, they're very. Um, a lot of people just think, well, I'm living my life. I'm doing what I think needs to be done. I saw there was a need here, so I did it. You know, so I, so I, so I, um, you know, I thought there was a need here, so I, I started this program, or so I, you know, so I started this newspaper. There wasn't one, so I started it. You know, and so just they think it's like an everyday thing, but those, those are the things that when we look back, we will say, oh yes, well, you know, Michelle Lee Williams, she started this, the Afro News. Or um, you know the Junior Achievement Awards were started by these people because they saw the black children needed a place to congregate and feel good about themselves and have you know uh, contests and fashion shows and so on and so forth back in you know back in the eighties right. and nineties. Let mm-hmm. me ask you, where can people access this? Like when this project's all done, where yeah. can the rest of us see it or okay. hear it? Yes. Well, it will be online, very accessible online. That's my that's my goal is to create a digital archive. Um, a Black Oil History Digital Archive. So that won't be live until for, for about a year. I mean, I'm just talking with web developers now, and and we're just figuring out how we're going to lay right. this all out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. fascinating, Dr. Henry. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. That's Have doc- a great day. You too. That's Dr. Annette Henry, a professor of literature and literacy at the University of British Columbia and the Institute of Gender, Race, Sexuality and Social Justice, talking about curating and cataloging these stories about the contribution of Black Canadians in our community. And for instance, Dr. Henry Dare just mentioned uh, Dees Island. So she was talking about the Dees Tunnel, which is another name for the Massey Tunnel. Uh, you know, the Dees Slough, you've heard that before, right? There's Dees Island Park. People may have gone there. And you 
maybe you've never wondered who that was named after. Well, it's named after a man named John Sullivan Dees. He was a black tinsmith, actually helped found the salmon canning industry along the Fraser River. Uh, He was actually born in South Carolina. And migrate over the years, like, you know, migrated to California and then up the coast to to our area, was in Victoria and then over here uh, and helped do that. And then eventually sold the cannery and moved to Portland, Oregon, but not before his cannery had really established the salmon canning business right here uh, on the South Coast. So, yeah, little bits of history like that that we don't hear enough about, right?